So the big question is this. How does a powerful, high-achieving woman who's successful in every part of her life, except with men, dating, and relationships, meet, attract, and create that healthy relationship that lasts with the right man? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Barry Price, and welcome to Her Dating and Relationship Secrets. Secret number 259. <laughs> Do you have a call-in? No, it's really not a laughing matter. Um, when I was growing up, the guy that my mom just couldn't seem to uh, write out of the script, the soap opera of her life, was Colin. Colin was this successful real estate broker, married, but he was going to leave his wife soon. Uh, in fact, they even got separated at one point, and that was when my mom first, first fell for Colin. They'd been colleagues before in the past. She'd always had a thing for him. And once he was separated, my mom and, and him began to date. And Colin was the kind of guy that uh, was a taker, not a giver, that's for sure. I mean, this wasn't the guy that things ever progressed. He would see her on and off for a few months, uh, take her out for dinners, and then back to his place for, you know what, or once in a blue moon, if she thought I was asleep already, they might come back to our place. But he wasn't a guy that ever committed to her or became a boyfriend or exclusive. Certainly, you know, and to my mom's credit, she never brought him around to meet me or, or include him in our lives because he was never willing to give enough of himself to be a serious guy. And yet, during those times when he'd go back to his wife, or my mom would get fed up of him not being willing to progress or commit, right? she'd go into phases. The sun is shining on her phase was when Colin would shower attention on her, courtship, seduction, all of those wonderful things. She felt special, she felt loved, she felt wanted. And all of her wounds from her difficult, challenging childhood made her even more susceptible. To, to eating that up, right? When we're starved, it's when we're most likely to eat something without being as considerate of ourselves or what's, what it is we're eating because we're, we're so hungry for it. And she was starved for love, attention, specialness. And he knew how to feed that to her on a platter. But then after a while, his actions, his showing up less and less, not getting back to her, started to feel like the opposite. She didn't feel special. And then she'd go through her getting um, doubtful and anxious. Her anxious attachment, her abandonment fear would come up. And eventually she'd get upset and hurt enough that she'd get angry at him, mad at him, have an ultimatum. If you don't leave your wife or why are you going back to her? You know she's no good for you. Uh, or why won't you choose me? We're so good together. All of these kinds of things. She'd get mad, draw a line, and he would disappear. And her blinds would be drawn, her door closed for a few days. She'd come out minimally. Or I'd put food on a tray outside her door, knock on the locked door and leave it there until she could, you know, she didn't want to have me see her crying and depressed. 
And then she'd be mad at him again for a while. And then eventually she would reclaim her own life, getting back out there, taking care of herself, exercising again, going to the tennis club and meeting new guys again, getting back to work again, selling houses. But sooner or later, whenever Colin needed or wanted it, he'd come calling. See, my mom was not able to break free of that rhythm. When it was no longer Colin, after many years, it was just another guy, another Colin with a different name. My mom wanted so badly to be loved, particularly by the man who would shower her with love and attention, but then not commit and fully be present for her. That elusive one, the almost guy, you may have a Colin, a guy that's almost great, or when you're around him, it's amazing, but why can't he just finally show up fully? And yet that's exactly the old wounds way of keeping you stuck. My mom's old fear that she would end up alone, that she wasn't lovable, which is why she was, was settling for a man that would give it and take it away and give it and take it away. She would have moments where she realized, this is not for me. But the moment he would come back and pay attention to her, her lack of self-belief, her lack of faith that the universe had love already here for her would falter. And she'd go for that external validation, that external love again. That moment that would pull her off center, give her power away. On the outside, he looked like a man, successful job, dressed well, attractive, took care of his body. I mean, he was a soap opera character. And thus pulled her into that soap opera story. See, now I, I help women break free of the Collins in your lives. Because to have a Colin in your life you have to be in that victim-perpetrator-rescuer triangle. And the victim role is always waiting for someone to just please choose me, love me. Why won't you love me if only you would love me? And once in a while, we get tired of feeling weak, which is the negative way of looking at it, right? If we judge ourselves, I'm sick of this. I just want to get over. Why can't we just let go of them and move on? And we get into perpetrator, anger, screw him. Really, part of it is anger at ourselves. That's exactly the opposite of what we need. It's the opposite of what my mom needed. She didn't need to be angry at him, really, because she was frustrated with herself. She needed complete love and acceptance for the scared, wounded little girl in her that didn't get consistent love from parents, that never felt important or chosen consistently enough, that had to prove herself constantly as good enough through overgiving or performance at work or otherwise. That's the susceptibility. That's how Colin breaks into your life, steals away with your heart, slips in the back door over and over again into your heart, into your mind, into your energy, into your texts, your DMs, or wherever he manifests. And sometimes you can have multiple Collins, just different names, different faces, right? So they change. But what frees you of this is that moment where instead of reaching for him, 
you reach for yourself. You reach for that love-worthy toolkit that I share with clients, for instance. It's full of things that help you connect to self-love, self-validation, giving that wounded little girl inside what she really needs, the security and stability she really needs to know she's wanted, she's chosen, she's more than good enough. And a shift in beliefs around men and love, knowing there's a wonderful, healthy man for you, that there's more than enough love and that there's no scarcity. So you don't need to hang on to this person or this, go back to this and revisit it. So if you have a colon or have had one, I invite you to not force yourself to let go of them, but feed yourself what you think they give you. Feed yourself so well, you're no longer hungry for what they offer, for that thing that makes you sick, heart sick, instead of feeling loved and more than good enough. Because you are worthy of love. You already have love. Now it's time to experience it. Thanks for joining us. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and also share this with anyone that you think it could help. Because I'm on a mission to help 1 million successful women have healthy, lasting relationships.